like conspiracies do you like America do you like Donald Trump do you believe in Q have you heard of the Clinton body count what do you think of the moon landing JFK Aliens. How about any of these things? Does any of that interest you? For me, no. I don't believe half of that shit. Uh, I think a lot of it is propaganda. I think a lot of it is, you know, monetized from people uh, who want to incite fear or cause mayhem. I mean, I think a lot of these people that push conspiracy theories are, you know, creative people, are, you know, just outside-of-the-box kind of thinkers, and that's also somewhat applies to me as well. I'm not a <clears throat> inside-the-box kind of guy, typically, uh, especially when it comes to government conspiracies and that kind of realm. Now, look, the government primarily is incompetent, full of fools. Uh, your best and brightest at law school aren't going to government. Your best and brightest typically don't end in the federal government. Uh, that's, unfortunately, sort of where the bottom and the middle go. Uh, having been in the military for a short period of time I think I, I saw I think in my 11 years enough uh, evidence to support my claim and my thought that we don't get the best and the brightest um, enlisted or officer and it's sad because a lot of our people that thrive in the academy and do well aren't gonna typically make it that far up because there, there's so much more outside for them uh, now the service and duty to call so there are some exceptions and I've met several uh, high-ranking officers in the Coast Guard that were great same with uh, Air Force and I believe Army uh, that I personally interacted with that you know, hey, you know what, maybe that theory is somewhat questionable, but I think there are more of, hey, these are the exception to that rule <clears throat> kind of people because typically if you look at your lower uh, tier enlisted and lower level officer, lower grade officers, uh, it, it, you know, make of it what you will, our education system in America sucks. So all of this ties into conspiracies 
and why they thrive and how they are formed. I mean, if you look at a lot of the stuff right now, it's all coming from prior military people, and they know what they can get away with and what you can get away with. And that's the sad part is they can exaggerate a lot uh, and really create a uproar, if you will, uh, in the certain specific circles, especially with conspiracy theorists and in those realms. Uh, the Q folks are uh, something that I, I really want to discuss further. And it, it's frightening to me that there are these people that follow this sort of trend and thinking. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, seriously, people think this is JFK Jr. There are people in this country that still think Hey, JFK Jr. is alive, faked all of this, and is now running a shadow operation, a shadow government, and they've waited up until now. Today, you know, recently, just now, since Trump decided he was going to be president, he was the sort of that virtue signal, that dog whistle to, hey, we got to get, get it going. Cue, let's rock. JFK Jr., let's hop. You know, it just, what the fuck, people? Come on. I love Donald Trump, but this is insane. You, you can't keep doing this. This is insanity. Q, and I've jumped in this rabbit hole for a while. And there are a lot of things about Q I like whatever this Q is, or whoever it is, or, you know, and, it's not, and I, I'm under the assumption that it's not anybody of any intelligence or any information. But I do like the idea from a certain aspect, like, hey, this is going on. Like, they are pointing out things that are relevant and somewhat reliable information has come from what we've seen. But... I think there's a whole lot of speculation and you know, exterior motives trying to link stuff that's not actually there. And that's the frightening part for me because I know, you know, some of this stuff is just, it, it's impossible. So we're spreading conspiracies ourselves in the name of, hey, we have to save ourselves from the conspiracy theories and the conspiracy theorists and the big media, bad media, the lamestream media, all that. And that, that's frightening because there's a lot of truth in a lot of the underlying messages, but what gets, I guess, really highlighted for me and put to the sidelines and scary is you have these people that are sharing some positives, but mixed in with some really wackadoodle and really far out stuff. So that, to me, is what Q... <clears throat> really threatens is what it claims to want to promote and that to me is unfortunate because a lot of people do have faith and you see this everywhere on social media everywhere like people are all in on this horseshit theory and it's scary
Like, this is a segment of our populace that believes in some of the most ludicrous shit imaginable. Now, I find it fun and funny at times to think some of these things like, aha, uh-huh, yeah, the, you know, they fake the moon landing. There's no real harm in that. Uh, people being stupid. But there is also harm in people being that naive to think, hey, yeah, all this is fake. And what that requires us to do as individuals is suspend our own belief to think, well, you know, this point makes sense, but these people are like avid barkers up this tree uh, that also ties to some similar information and it makes you question credibility. And that is sort of the birth of this whole credible conspiracy chats with Cameron, and that's what this is, uh, the beginning of that, and I'm going to tackle a lot of different things. It's going to be rambling and ranting, and I'm sorry, that's probably maybe my new lifestyle now, uh, and I'm not going to speculate on any of that. Uh, We'll let the facts lay out as they may. But again, so credible conspiracy chat with Cameron. What is it? Who is it? Why? And what you heard initially is sort of my my reasoning for getting in. Q. Uh, I really went all all in on this rabbit hole and still still am in, but I'm pretty sure that I've made enough questionable posts and comments that uh, I'm likely on the, on the outs of that community. And it's because I, I have to ask them simple, basic questions because they do raise a lot of good points. But so my field experience with intelligence is so credibility is always crucial when we're evaluating information. Our sources, credibility, the information, and you know, then we look at how realistic is it that they are able to maybe provides or have access or knowledge of some of this information that they're sharing. Uh, Social media has become the fucking devil. Uh, I think I realized it back maybe when Obama won, uh, how dangerous it would be. But maybe not at the... uh, I was thinking 20, 30 years down the line, not how he won... Uh, but credibility let me address my credibility and why you may have thought I just took a jab at our former president credibility begins at home and with me I was fooled not once but twice Uh, I voted for Obama twice and it is sickening to think of sort of where I went from reading his book about his dreams of his father and sort of buying in. Hey, you know what? He's sort of, he's what we need. After, I was a 
pretty big bush guy. All up until, you know, it started, the pieces started to add up of them outing CIA sources and methods. And, you know, this is prior to my service, you know. I was all in after 9-11. Hey, you know, we have patriotism, the Patriot Act. Let's get it. Uh, we need to protect ourselves. We need to go after these people that did it. We need to blah, blah, blah. Hook, line, sinker, I was in. They had me. Uh, you know, you start seeing friends go to the war. And, you know, some come back, some don't. And, you know, that, I think I was in college. It didn't even, in, even in high school and before, after, I, it didn't factor into me for the longest time, maybe until I was 21, uh, what it actually meant uh, for those young men and women to go off and be engaged in this. And again, I was a big, big guy for striking back and hitting those that hit us. Uh, you know, you had reputable people, Colin Powell, Condoleezza Rice, all going and telling us hey, this is what happened, and this is who did it, and these people supported them, and we have evidence and proof, and this, and this, and this, and all this, all, all of this, for me, ties together to everything, sort of, that now I am seeing, um, and again, we'll, we'll get into all these conspiracy things and discussions, and some of them are real, I think, and some of them are just bizarre. But there's a lot of truth in even the most bizarre conspiracies, as there are, you know, I would say, just as likely as there are as many lies in the actual truth. Uh, a true scenario, I guess. I know that's going to sound conflicting, but let me try to explain it this way. Like, there, with the within the true story, there may be a lot of different variants that are still left out due to classifications and that kind of stuff. And that, you know, that's honestly, in my opinion, uh, okay, I don't care. Like, that's what we have classifications for. And I'm not here to try to break any of those classification barriers or share anything outside those with my conspiracies. I'm not. Uh, that's not my point or what I, my, my angle is. I think there's a lot of interesting things to look at throughout a lot of these different, you know, conspiracies that we all need to be aware of. And so where do, where do we go? Uh, Obama after Bush. And I, you know, I read the book and bought in. So here we are. I'm sort of in the middle of sort of not knowing what I'm doing in life. Uh, I'm not a, I wasn't a good student then, probably not a good student now. Uh, so I, that was sort of the right in the time when I was trying to figure myself out. But I knew one thing. This guy was sharp. Uh, he was what we needed, I felt like, you know, a change. We had been lied to. Uh, and not just by Bush. I don't mean to say that. I mean, that criminal and his cronies should all hang but that's not for the reason uh, I would charge them with any of the crimes they're guilty of uh, in fact you know 
there's much more to them. And I, I, Obama was a fresh breath. You know, he wasn't really, you know, he, he was all politics to me. It, it, and ideolo- ideology didn't really, I didn't see it. And I, I'll be the first one to admit it. I didn't see it. I thought he was playing more to his base. I mean, today still, though, he, he probably isn't electable. Uh, to the liberals, uh, if if that is any credibility, uh, back to me. Like he he isn't the far far socialist we thought. Now he may have been had he been in an environment like say as such as today, post Trump, Obama would definitely be that far figure that I would be scared of. But I I still had hope in the Democrats and. He, to be fair to Obama, in that regard, he didn't fundamentally shift us uh, in the way he had hoped. His health care was a failure, uh, and then obviously the spying and continuation of the Bush policy with drones and that kind of stuff. And it that's where he crossed a lot of lines that I think are going to be hard for him to walk back. Um, when the Time comes. Uh, the left will abandon him, as they do all of their ones when the time comes. Uh, they still haven't fully done that with Bill, but I think that time is uh, almost upon us as well, vis-a-vis Jeffrey Epstein, which is a great, great discussion we'll talk on later. But, again, so Obama. I don't think why I bought in is an unfair criticism because my buy-in to him wasn't necessarily just their policies. Think about it. We had John McCain, who many of you may think very highly of. I don't. I don't. He was a fraud. He always was, to me, a fraud. Um, you know, it's, he's a fraud. He was, and thank God he died. He could have he died a few years sooner uh, to please me. He should have never been the Republican nominee. And I blame him and their decision to pick that dumb, dumb choice, uh, politically, dumb choice in Sarah Palin. They tried to play identity politics, and this is not a shot at her specifically, other than you don't just go pick a woman you think is qualified. There were other women that John McCain could have picked that would have been far better, and I, I honestly, but that uh, in and of itself is not the sole purpose. I despise John McCain. He was a liberal and a phony, and a rhino, and a fraud. Everything about him was a fraud politically. His military service doesn't mean jack shit when it comes to politics. I'm sorry. That's a cold-hearted fact. I salute him for his bravery and service if all of the facts are the facts. I don't know all about his information, but I do hear... And have heard some questionable behavior on his part that made him sort of a hot shot that cost 
maybe some lives or, you know, whatever. I don't even care. Like that, he was a hero, sure, but he was also a coward and a fraud when it comes to politics. So that's what I think about him and his fat little daughter. What is she doing? Oh my God, that she. Whew. What? What does America come to? Y'all have to look at her every day? No, thank you. Is she even still? I don't even know if she's still in there, but that's pathetic. She, she is hideous to look at. Thank God I'm done watching television and I don't really have to pay attention to her, but whew. Mm, if you still watch her, I wonder what your life's really worth. But Sarah Palin was a terrible choice. And I knew it. It, it was a desperate attempt, a Hail Mary. But they just picked the wrong receiver. Uh, besides having the wrong quarterback, who I would have never supported, but I feel like when they crossed that, that next threshold of going to Palin instead of maybe someone else who was more qualified, and not that was a pander pick, and it, it disgusted me and frightened me because she knew nothing. And she was going to be the second most powerful person in America. And if that doesn't scare you, I, I mean, I don't even know how you can be upset now with Donald Trump, with what these people were almost about to put in. So, yeah, I'm, I'm rambling again. So back to Obama. I, I did think we needed hope. And I did think we needed some change. I thought the hope was, hey, we're going to start fresh. Everybody, we're going to wipe the slate clean. I thought, hey, you know what? Bush, your crowd, we're not going to prosecute anybody. We're, we're moving on. As a country, we're going to forgive you. We're going to work our way out of these foreign wars. We're not going to start any new ones. We're going to you know, make... Makes sense. Make common sense again. Uh, but no. We go on apology tours, but we continue wars and insist on new wars. Which we'll talk about again further down the road with what the hell's going on even today. All of this plays with impeachment. And all of this plays with the Durham report and the IG report. All of this is connected. Every single bit of what we've talked about and what I've said for the past 23 minutes is connected. Maybe aside from some of the conspiracies, but uh, initially, but I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's all connected. Maybe it's not. That's what we're here for. We're going to address a lot of these things. And in doing so, we're going to address them by looking at all of how this plays out today. Everything that happened in the last, let's say, 12 to 15 years, we can tie into what is happening right now, politically, between the parties, and foreign policy, intelligence-wise, like it, the deep state, if you will. And I'm not totally against the idea of a deep state, either. I think in 
the broadest sense, a deep state is what makes us whole. We have that continuity, but only if they are still pursuing the will of the elected uh, officials. They can't override or subvert the will of the elected. Uh, they have to fully fulfill their duty, and that's what makes them great, is regardless of who gets elected, they do their job. Now, sure, in both sides, and the Republicans were equally as guilty, and I'm not one to say they weren't. Uh, I think they were really bad uh, when Obama was elected. They treated him poorly, uh, and, and, you know, unfairly at the time. For their criticisms, it was a lot of unfairness. Now, had they known or been talking about what would become, that would be one thing. But their fears weren't necessarily about what it actually became. Their fears were pushing bogus political spin and nonsense. Uh, Republicans stopped being real Republicans when they started growing the government. The day those two towers got hit is the day Republicans died. Uh, and that's a harsh statement, and I know that, and I'm sorry. But that is the truth. That day, your Republican Party died. Uh, and that's where my allegiance was. Uh, it's, it, until probably 06. I think I was still bought in. Still on the red pill. Uh, and then... <laughs> then I took that, that blue pill pretty deep as well. Uh, but my blue pill, let me tell you about my blue pill. The blue pill I took was not against a red pill kind of person. I opposed John McCain, a fraud. I opposed Mitt Romney, a fraud. Look at him. Look at Mitt Romney now. A fraud. So, yeah, instead of getting one devil with Mitt Romney or John McCain, I went with a different one, which is what a lot of Democrats did for Trump. So, like, we, we in America, Reagan, like, we have these cycles where different areas are impacted and inflicted with damage that somebody has to come and rescue. And this, this cycle was Obama's. Then it was, he led us to Trump. Now, I'm not seeking credit. You could, you could praise me, but I'm not asking for it. That I, along with many others who ushered in Obama, were really just ultimately trying to usher in Trump, uh, which would be funny, but I, I will say this. Obama initially had the greatest opportunity to unite and to end a lot of the bullshit that the country was doing. We were wasting money everywhere. But he he got in and he didn't care. He doubled down, tripled down on the drones and the whistleblowers now, I am concerned with Trump when it comes to whistleblowers and that kind of stuff because I'm afraid 
that he undermines a lot of the good things that we are trying to do with whistleblowers. Now, what we have seen has not been whistleblowers. Adam Schiff is a pedophile, according to some reports I've seen, and I don't trust him. Like, I've seen his connections to Ed Buck. I've seen his connections all over to the Ukraine that make me very suspicious. So, I don't trust him or any of these Democrats because what I know is what Obama and his administration did. They'll all fry. They will all be prosecuted if this is a just society. And this pains me. Because they... There's no way around it. Now, there are a couple things I want to, ways I want to maybe walk us around this. There's going to be some negotiations, some backroom deals for what happened. But in a just America, what they did is treasonous. And it's not one person. And I... It is all who were complicit, even to date. And that means people currently serving this administration, this president, who want to protect that power more than the Constitution. And I mean, they would rather save that power to spy on their opponents and no one bat an eye rather than turn this into what it should be, a cleaning and gutting of what we currently have as an intelligence community that has been infiltrated by known communists. These are fascist policies that Obama and Bush, and now potentially Trump, will continue to allow where these unelected people, and even appointed people and elected people, can cherry-pick what information, what secret information they can leak, what information they can share. That, that's not whistleblowing or leaking to solve a problem. What we have is political maneuvering and spying. This is the fucking Russian MO. This is KGB. This is their tactics. This is what they do in North Korea, China, and America, and Venezuela, and Cuba, and Iran. And America again. And America again. Are you fucking kidding me? Spying on your political opponents at home? I get it. We use our intel people to spy on Germany. France. The UK. The EU. Get them. Everybody. Russia. China. But America. Using its spies internally. There's a 
few laws against that. Somebody, specifically a former head of the CIA, who was a known communist and had no problem admitting to being one in the past, which, hey, that was his political belief. But when they get into power and then do this kind of stuff, you can't be shocked. Like, this is what the Soviets did. They used the intelligence community of their nation to stay in power. And that's what Obama did, and he knew it the day he decided he wanted Clapper. He wanted Brennan. He wanted Comey. He wanted the crew. You know, he wanted them. That is the magic trick that we are not seeing in the media right now. That they used our intelligence services to target a political opponent for no legal reason. They have altered documents, fabricated evidence, selectively leaked, and the walls are closing in. This impeachment sham show trial is all a distraction. What the fuck are we doing? This is America, right? What have we become? We elected a television star, a celebrity, and TV star. And that's what we've turned this into. And I'm not blaming him. This is the media. They should have never given him airtime if they truly felt he was this big of a threat. Which is why I know that argument they use is bullshit. They just disagree with him politically. They don't fear him. They were friends with him. He wasn't a threat until, hey, he supports people who don't agree with them. Hmm. What the fuck? How are you people so stupid to not know? How do you not see this? Like, that's common sense, folks. We're missing it. Because the media, our lives don't matter. Uh, none of this matters. Life's short, to quote someone I just talked to. Be happy. Enjoy life. And I am. I am taking that advice. I'm enjoying the fact that this is new. And what we're going to do is start uncovering a lot of different things that tie together from my perspective. Now, I'm going to have some input and I'm going to have some questionable uh, takes on things and perspectives. But I've jumped in a few rabbit holes and chased a few down that I want to share. Uh, and Q is one of them, but not, not initially. JFK is a good one, but not, not yet. I think we're going to start with the Russia, FISA gate, and all that, with the upcoming IG report coming out on the 9th. I'm sort of waiting to see what they 
initially say, other than I want to know how far they look like they're going to go before I decide how far I'm going to go in my sort of efforts here. Uh, and I'm not going to short you anything. I'm just saying how far down and how meticulous I need to get uh, based on this initial uh, really report that we're going to see. The Durham report is going to take a lot of time uh, to lay out because a lot of people aren't familiar with a lot of the different things that are going to be cited in that report. Uh, and again, we're talking probably six months away from really fully getting into some of that that stuff. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what the IG report says. And we'll start start dissecting a lot of that information. Um, again, a lot of this, all, all of this, all of this ties together. And we'll, we'll, we'll piece it together and have some more, more of a format. But this is just sort of our, our, hey, here we go. Tick tock, tick tock.